Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Bray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. What's going on, West Coast Cam? Hello, Don. What's on your mind? What's on my mind? Oh, you don't want to know that. There's a lot always going on in my mind. How the heck am I going to find some more funding? Um, I'm another week away from my lovely wife and my son. Um, It's my wife's birthday this week. I need to get her something really nice because she's been neglected and I feel really bad because I've been traveling so much. Um, wait, what else? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. When's her birthday? Well, it's Friday, so this will come out on Saturday. So, yeah. Yesterday. That's, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, dude. Emily's birthday yeah. is Friday. She turns 18. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I didn't. I did not know that your wife and our, our daughter had the same birthday. Oh, look at that yeah. educational she's experience. A, she's really old now. I'm not even going to say how old she is because she'll probably hate me. She's well, not third. She's not even thirty yet, and she's like, she's got an old soul. That's what we say. Yeah, she's like, oh man, I'm just it's ridiculous. I got you. I got you. But but I but let's jump ahead to the next one. Your next comment. You said that your wife is so neglected. Did you not give her? This bouncing, lovely, healthy baby boy. How is she neglected? Isn't that like the best gift you could ever give? It's just the gift that keeps on giving? Just saying. Well, yeah. But I feel bad because I, I've been traveling so much that, you know, it's a lot of work to have a child. And, you know, she does enough, an amazing and phenomenal job at being a mom. And she's like super mom. But, you know, you just want to hang out with your kid and your wife and, you know, do something nice for her. So, I think she's going to, I'm going to fly her out to Vegas and she's going to take her to a show or something. And for all of you people out there that are wondering, you can reach out to Cam and his love relationship hotline at 1-800-CALL-CAM as that was ass kissing at its best. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. You know, if you don't, if mom's not happy, it's not good. Well, obviously it wouldn't be good. Obviously. But mom's always usually happy. She's a happy-go-lucky lady. Hey, if no one... I married her. I mean, it, it, she's living the social media dream. It's always the happiness. I mean, if you follow her on Instagram or whatever, I mean, she lives the best life. Everything She's got, like, margarita drinks and tacos and fajitas and... and I mean, it's California. Hello. She's I mean, living the dream by the beach. Taco Tuesday, Margarita Monday. What else do you need? I mean, she's over there. She's doing the best she can for the fashion show with Jet. I mean, dude, I mean, I don't I don't really think your wife can be really that upset. And Ange, if you are, well, you know, hashtag not my problem. <laughs> well, if you're going to Atlanta, you can discuss that in person because I think she's going to Atlanta. So. No, you need to bring her to Charlotte. They're not running top sportsmen in Atlanta. Oh, she needs to come to Charlotte. They're saving it for the real race cars. Oh, is that right? More lawn dart action. What are we saying? Yeah. Ah, you had a door. What? Car has a door. That's right, baby. Race cars got doors. They don't. The rental cars have doors. (laughs) Well, I'm driving a rental car. You didn't know. So am I. (laughs) It doesn't have doors. (laughs) Oh man, dude. And for all our listeners out there, 
Uh, we really had a really good first half of the podcast. Basically, about the same amount of time right here. Uh, however, somebody Not forgot to push, push the. the <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I did. I forgot to push the record button. At least I admitting and accepting responsibility that I forgot to push the record button. Although I'm pretty freaking sure I pushed it. So, Cam, you've you tell you've told me what's on your mind. We we're we're still searching for funding for. For Cameron Ferrey Motorsports and his top fuel dream, and we got wife birthday this week. You're at, you're at you're in Vegas again. You were just yeah. there like ten days, here. ten days ago. I was I was home for a whole twenty four hours. Golly, I don't know what to think about that. I mean, it's cool, but it's tiring. Well, I'm getting ready to uh, embark. Oh, but. I, I forgot to tell you that it's already rained here since I've been here, and it did rain in Houston, so I think I'm like, what, am I 7 for 7 now? Yes, you are, and you want to know what the horrible thing is? Is that <laughs> the, extend- the extended forecast has four days of rain in Charlotte right now. <laughs> yes! So, not, not only... Not only am I stressed to the nines trying to get a race car ready to go, which will probably not go down the racetrack until Q1. Um, it's well, you probably don't have to worry about it. You won't have Q1, Q2, or 3. <laughs> You're just going to have first round by the sounds uh, of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's gonna, oh, man, it's not looking good. Not looking good at all. But nonetheless, man, I cannot. Well, since I'm such a good weather guy, I should, you know, what? I've never asked you this. What's your what's your weather guy name? Who would your weather guy name be? Do you have weird like weather people out there? Like we have oh. like Dallas Rains and oh. Johnny Mountain. Oh, that dude. Yeah. Don but Tornado. Don. No, it has <laughs> to start with a no, no, no. It needs to be like uh, D D D. Downpour Don. <laughs> Downpour Don. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would be it. Yeah, because I'm Cloudy Cameron. Because a storm cloud <laughs> just falls me everywhere. I fucking go. That's good, Cloudy Cam. I like it. Yeah. Downpour Dawn. I'll have to. I'll have to get the girls involved in that. See if I can come up with a new hashtag for my weather name. This guy's gonna have more hashtags than he knows what to do with. Freaking my my Instagram story hashtag list yeah. is long, my friend. It's long. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, it's long. But yes. So what did we talk I, in the teaser that didn't get recorded that no one will ever <laughs> hear? Uh, we are going to actually record our podcast next week in Charlotte because Cam and I will be on location in the same spot. So hopefully that is um, huge. We have no idea yet. Uh, we may have a surprise guest or two. We're working on that. And you never know where you might see us show up next week. Hopefully that works out well. We got a cup I got a exciting thing that I'm hoping for that'll come through. I think it will if Cam and I can both get in the same spot long enough. But uh, so hopefully everybody will tune in next week because yes, good Lord willing, the creek don't rise. Uh, our NGK top sportsman Camaro uh, with Magnuson supercharged power will finally be on the racetrack. We have used up every ounce of tub of towels that I can possibly have um yes please matt uh send me more um we are struggling like no tomorrow 
Uh, JB has worked countless hours in the last uh, 10 days, uh, and, and we're just struggling. I have no problem admitting that, but they always say that in the end, the struggle is worth it. Don't forget why you started. Uh, so that way you make sure you finish and so that's where we're going to be at i cannot wait to do the first burnout with my uh, badass little bubba's on sweet looking delta wheels um so i'm looking forward to that i I don't have any stickers left on them they've been rolling around everywhere uh from shop to shop so i don't have any stickers to leave on the starting line but i'm gonna do one hell of a burnout if the car will start i don't i don't want to interrupt but uh, man that was the the best sponsored plug I've heard in a long time. You got you got every part of the damn race car on there. Uh, hey, man, look, I'm not saying I'll give John Force a run for his money, but uh, I know one thing. If you're on social media, I love watching John Christ. Have you ever watched any of his cam when he does the whole NASCAR deal? He, he, you have to go out on Facebook and, and, and search him. John Christ, he's a, um, believe it or not, he is a, a Christian comedian. But he does these rants like it's just they're no lo- Don's rant, but oh, he's way better, dude. I I mean that's who I'm trying to I'm trying to get my game to his. I mean his awesome. He's talking about NASCAR and he's doing the winter circle deal, and I'm I'm guarantee hands down he will give John Force a run for his money. Have John Force looking all tongue tied like he was this past weekend uh, in the shutdown area where he just stopped. He, he ran out of things to say. And, and looked at the camera and went, man, that mellow yellow short is tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. I actually got an interview, and it was actually thanks to you. That's right. Hashtag, I uh, called in a favor. Yeah. I told Jake. I'm like, come on, Jake. Which, by the way, let's. I want. I got to make sure I do this. Jake Hodge did a great job, I thought. that's that Nobody's calling me from an HRA to ask me what my opinion is, but... I thought he did a great job. He was quick. Uh, his accent from being from the Midwest didn't really get in the way. And I thought, I really did. I thought he did a great job. Uh, no, he did, he did a good job. And I was I was shocked and grateful that, you know, they actually interviewed me. You know, I mean, what a shocker. What a concept. I actually got an interview. I mean, we've been to every single race. We've qualified, or Terry's qualified in every event. I've missed the show and won, but you would think that, I don't know, there's kind of a cool story there, but I don't know. I, I'm sending my comments and concerns to the wrong address, I guess. <laughs> your, your comments and your concerns are going to hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's on a vicious loop. It just keeps resending and resending. But that's nor here nor there. Oh, man. Well, look, so now, you, you know, we just talked about that, you know, Tonight, we're going to talk about different career fields in motorsports because, Cam, you're a driver. I'm a driver. You're a marketer. I'm a marketer. We're, we both have business backgrounds. We're out here. We're, we're punching through everything that we possibly can, trying to make a dollar, trying to keep sponsors happy, getting new sponsors. We got crews, you know, mechanics, engine shops, things of this nature. But the industry really starts... Our, we're the end result. We're the end users. And there's a lot of jobs and positions out there in the country that provide us to be able to do it. I know, uh, I think I may have shared this with you last year uh, when we were on our way to Charlotte. We actually went to 
the NG, one of the NGK factories in West Virginia and spent two days. And you want to talk about something that's just phenomenal to watch tens of thousands of spark plugs done in minutes and O2 sensors. And they've got, you know, quality control rates of less than one tenth of a percent. Uh, and, you know, I mean, that's just awesome. And those people are out there and they're grinding away, giving us parts and, and, and pieces like that. You know this better than anybody can because you're at Race Pack and, and, you know, the data systems and so forth. What the quality control that has to go through there. And there's nothing worse than us, you or me, one, getting a phone call from a customer because the Race Pack doesn't work. Oh, you know, and you just hate that. It it grinds on you. So operator error. <laughs> control alt delete. <laughs> Turn the power button on. Hey, how did you wire just it? Kidding. How did you wire it? What do you mean? Well, did you wire it so that when you turn the car on it comes on or did you wire it so that when you turn the ignition on it comes on? Oh man, I'll call you back. <laughs> what, what color is the light? What light? <laughs> the light on the race never mind <laughs> the the light on the train run towards it just saying um nonetheless i thought tonight since uh one i'm getting ready to break them in here real soon and two we had a couple things that came up over the this past race weekend that had to do with some wheels i figured we'd uh give our buddy josh hamming out at weld wheels a, a phone call bring him in he's got a real diverse background and plus he can answer some of the hot button questions of what's going on with uh those three favorite letters that most of us racers hate called sfi so uh yeah. i'm gonna give uh give old josh a ring ring here and see what he's doing on his uh kansas tuesday night call him up Hey, how's it going, guys? What do you know, Josh? Well, I know I'm actually sitting in Missouri and not Kansas, so. Ah! <laughs> oh, I did do that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. It, it, everybody does it. Kansas City is on the border, so, so can, you can be in Kansas and Missouri. So are you a cheater then? Do you cheat the, tax, cheat? Law? Do you cheat the tax laws in one state and work in another? No, 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 no. <laughs> I actually live in Missouri, too. <laughs> i got you i got you yeah. well well josh uh thanks for coming on uh i know middle of the week uh especially a tuesday after a busy weekend i'm sure you guys are staying busy taking phone calls and probably the last thing you wanted to hear was us calling you but uh <laughs> give uh give our listeners a quick rundown of the background of uh, mr josh hamming and the world first of thing you motor- wanted to do first thing you what? wanted to do was drink a drink a margarita and eat a taco and you're interrupting but we appreciate you coming on <laughs> yeah no problem no just problem just all. keep just keep drinking that Coors Light Cam <laughs> I need another C- minus at this point <laughs> <laughs> tell us about yourself Josh well uh, been in the industry quite a while um, uh, started out uh, actually working on Nitro Funny Cars uh, did that for My a man. couple years oh yeah yeah those don't have um, doors either, Don. Nope, nope. They, they got they, roof they, hatches. <laughs> they got a hatch. The doors are kind of painted on. You can kind of see a seam where the door should be, but um, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, I did that for a couple of years. Uh, decided the the road life wasn't exactly uh, my thing. Um, uh, so uh, quit doing that and went to work at Pro Charger for a couple couple five years. 
and uh, now I'm at uh, now I'm at Weld. Um, been here a couple of years, so it's all good. All right, so you know every almost I don't know anybody that would be an automotive enthusiast that doesn't know the name Weld, but at the same time with that Weld, you guys have had some. Let's say you guys have acquired or, or, or went through some acquisitions where, like, private big, equity. Yeah, big brand, big brand names like American Racing Wheels, um, Krager, right? Wasn't that SST? Wasn't that process? Wasn't that? But that's been like a few years ago, right? When you guys? Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was a long time ago. You know, thirty plus years ago, um, or maybe yeah, about thirty years ago. Um, there was an agreement between Greg Weld and Krager. Um, I'm not sure of the, the specifics on that, but yeah, we were, uh, a part of that for a while, I guess. Cause, cause American racing wheels, they just kind of came in and it, that just kind of became like the norm of like the street hot rod car cruise type guy, the, the Krager SST model, that, that vintage look, uh, kind of became like the norm. But it came out of the American racing side. Now you guys have gotten some new wheels the past couple years on on the developmental side. That's kind of cutting edge and, and so forth as far as appearance wise. What's some of the the new stuff that Weld has done for Street and Strip lately? Well, for Street and Strip, you know, we've got our uh, RTS line of wheels that uh, is really hot on you know late model you know Mustangs and Camaros and Corvettes and stuff like that. Um, we've got quite a few different styles and sizes ranging from 15 to 20 inch. Um, so, um, we can build pretty much anything you need there. Um, uh, we've got, uh, you know, some new, uh, uh, 18 inch like front runner style. It's an 18, six, um, what we call the Illumistar. Um, they're designed for more of a street car with, with big brakes, you know, all your late model stuff that, has big brakes and you kind of want to run a a skinny front wheel on it. Um, That's where the 18.6 comes in because nothing else smaller than that will fit. Um, So, uh, but yeah, those are our latest, uh, latest developments in the street strip side. Sweet. Uh, I got a question since uh, Don kind of, Don kind of brought it up and we get a lot of, we get Don and I, whenever we go somewhere, we get all these these kids or younger people asking like even in the pits or emails or whatever, like how do we get into the industry? You know, I don't necessarily, I don't think I'll be able to race this. I mean, you had mentioned that you did the funny car stuff, but how did you go from, Hey, I would love to work in motorsports to actually doing it. Like, you know, have you rate, I don't know if you've raced at all. Um, maybe a little bit or you like, was your family involved or was it like, Hey man, like, I started from the bottom. Now I'm here, kind of thing. Or yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, my my dad was a, a hot rodder when he was younger, but uh, when I was growing up, um, he he wasn't really into cars at all. And um, I got the bug, you know, in my mid teens, you know, sixteen, got my license and bought my my first Camaro and that kind of stuff. So I've had uh, I've had had hot rods. I've got a small tire Camaro now, um, but uh, you know. Basically, uh, you know, I had, <laughs> after I graduated high school, I went to went started going down the the mechanical engineering path of of college, and after a little while, I decided that wasn't for me, so I decided to change gears and 
go to a tech school. Um, so I went to a, a tech school, got an associate's degree in, um, in automotive uh, repair, even though that wasn't really what I wanted to do. Um, I, you know, I went, they had a high performance program. So I went through that and, and, uh, uh, you know, decided I wanted to work, either work on race cars or work in the industry, um, to, uh, you know, for my career. So that's basically what I did. That's what's cool. It kind of struck me there. What is cool about what you just said, like you weren't necessarily, you know, you didn't have a name in the industry. You didn't have, you know, really an in, but you went to a tech school. You, you like, you went kind of like, the people that step take a step back or they come to the races and they're sitting in the stands and they, they go through the midway and they're like, Oh, like UTI or university of Northwestern Ohio, or like, you know, all these schools that are there, like, you know, like sometimes kids walk by and they're like, Oh man, like I'm never going to make it to work on John force's car or, you know, from going to this school or I'm never going to work for weld or race pack or whatever. Like, but that's a prime example guys. Like, yep. There you go. You know, you don't have to, you, you make your own luck. And, you know, as long as you start networking and you go to these things, you get some background, you start learning things. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're standing at the weld booth at SEMA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and yeah, that was, that was me. Uh, you know, I, I did go to uh, University of Northwestern Ohio. And, um, you know, it, the nice thing is, is, you know, we had instructors there that had connections with, with race teams and uh you know one of our uh instructors he he did side work for, for some of the race teams uh welding up blocks and stuff like that so um you know put him down on my resume and that's basically what uh what helped me get started you know working on the funny cars so nice well and that's what's cool like it's it's something like it was through your teacher like it was it wasn't through your next door neighbor who was John Forrest or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that being said, so let's let's just go internal right now to weld. Let's say what's what's the areas, the departments, the the segmented groups within inside your organization where weld struggles to find the skilled trades at in the automotive field, the industry, whether it's the manufacturing side or the engineering side or the R and D side, where where does that company specifically look for or what kind of people are they looking for, background skills? Um as far as like regular production type uh workers, I mean they come from all walks of life. I mean they're you know, it's more of a factory setting where um, you know, we have a whole CNC department where, you know, they don't necessarily have to be car people. Um, they're just there to, you know, run a CNC machine or, you know, uh, press out, you know, wheel halves and stuff like that. And then, you know, weld and, and assemble wheel halves uh, and wheels. So um, in those departments, they don't necessarily have to be uh, car people. But once you get up into the office, like salespeople and technical service type people, um, that's where uh, an automotive background really comes in handy or, um, you know, you'll either like a tech background in, in the automotive industry or, or something like that. You just, and you don't even necessarily have to uh, have a, a degree or have gone to a tech school or anything like that. But as long as you're uh, basically a, a car guy, 
um, and you're willing to learn about the product and, uh, you know, you can talk to people and, and that kind of thing, then, uh, you know, it makes it pretty easy. You said car guy, and unfortunately, I mean, even that's hard to find. Like, like at Race Pack, mm-hmm. like, I mean, with us being in California, like, we struggle with finding people that actually want to work on race cars and, and cars in general. And, you know, a lot of times, like, because the, I'm not saying that the industry is dying, but it's like being, you know, everybody says, oh, you, you know, when I was growing up, being a millennial or whatever, you have <laughs> you to, yeah, whatever. And, it's like, oh, you got to work with a computer. Like, you can't, you can't be a plumber anymore or a welder or, like, it's just hard to find. It's the same thing in motorsports, you know? So I see that as an advantage to younger kids that are coming up. Like, if, if this is what you want to do, like, there is all kinds of open doors. You just got to go knock on them. Oh, yeah, for sure. The, yeah, there's all kinds of uh, jobs in the tech industry where, you know, you don't have to have a bachelor's degree and who knows what. Um, you just have to have a love for for getting your hands dirty and um you know that kind of thing so that's right i mean yeah the degree you know i I found at least that has my degree helped me like within my career yes i feel it has the biggest thing though i feel like my degree did is you know there's no degree for top field drag racing or nitro drag racing or drag racing in general or whatever but when you sit there and you look at going and completing a task is you know everybody always says like college is all they just want to know is if you complete it just go get a degree in something go basket weaving everybody always says go get a degree in basket weaving yeah right and i only say yeah because you can complete something that's all they want to know like if oh how many people in the world oh i got two years of college so you didn't finish is what you mean (laughs) well yeah i'm almost done so you didn't finish well but i mean i only got like nine credits short but you didn't finish. That's right. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly right? right. That is exactly so, right. Yep. They want to know that uh, that they give you a task and that you'll complete it in yeah, a timely so, manner. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know it helps with your work ethic. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's well, and that's for sure. And since we're going to start talking about degrees, and Cam and I are, you know, we're huge marketing people, right? We went, we've got all this philosophy and foundation. And yeah, uh, and in, for, our own right. in our own right, <laughs> right, 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 right. And fortunately, we have a little bit of practical application. So, but we're from Cam. Cam obviously gets a two-sided card pass there, Josh, because he is a racer, but he also does the marketing at Race Pack. So for me, he he sees both sides. He's also out there hunting grinding working away at trying to get new new partners and support and growing relationships but he sees people that submit obviously we just did team race pack a few weeks ago they submit their packages and so forth and then here i am i'm over here and you know one i did it while i was in the army i've done it you know for god it's hard to believe that next year will be two decades but nonetheless and so and then i'm over here doing it business development but i'm also doing it personally and professionally you know from my side but now i'm not a vendor i'm not per se selling anything you're an actual vendor company so what's what's been your experiences uh obviously we changed names to protect the innocent or dumb whatever the case may be uh so you know give us a couple let's see let's go with Give me two two things that are above and beyond 
that you see more of that you wish you didn't? Just two things, people, whether they're reaching out to you, how they reach out to you, what they send you, just two things that if you were going to say, okay, guys, don't do this. Just two don't th- just do that. <laughs> as far as like like marketing proposals and Correct. stuff like that? Correct. Oh, okay. Um, uh, don't send a Facebook message. Boom! That just says, <laughs> got any sponsorships available? Ooh, I, I see that a lot. Um, yeah, they're available with the right. Not for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shucks, um, I just gave the last yeah. one away. You should. You're about ten minutes too slow. Define yeah. available. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had yeah, a prom they, date that said that once. <laughs> they were available. Yeah, yeah. Um, and number two, um, boy. I know it's tough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I guess the other thing would be, you know, don't just send a, a an email to a general inbox, um, like that you pulled off the homepage of the company. You know, do your research and find the person that you need to contact um, and then send them a, a more professional email towards them and not just a general email so you mean to say um the hey bro can i have a set of wheels is it gonna work doesn't always work no does it never works (laughs) you know Uh, what bro stands for right (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, right over for all of you people that don't know uh, that's it that's it well hey i that right there was great because i think cam and i we beat that whole facebook message i am thing up a couple weeks ago and that one word research is my that is what i preach funny story that episode came out and literally the next day i had three people do that to me like tag me message me like all like all the things that we talked about and i just wanted to just like send them that episode here (laughs) do yourself a favor just just give this just listen I'm just going to put this here. You can do what you want with it. But I, it's it's tough. It is. It is tough. Um, you know what cracks me up is as much as social media rules the world, all these people, all these marketing people or companies or whatever, they all say the same shit. Don't send us Facebook. But, like, like, but it's through social media. You would think like, oh, well. Yep. You guys love social media. You got to do that. Well, not our personal, personal pages. It's, yeah. it, it's tough. It's tough. Okay. All right. Well, we got we got all the the good stuff out of the way there, Josh. So now I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna jump right off in because uh, I want to know here is uh, what Teeing the heck? Oh, no, I'm gonna tee up. No, I got something else I'm gonna rant about. What in the world? is going on with SFI tags. What is going on, Josh? Well, uh, I guess it's something that uh, SFI and NHRA have decided to step up and uh, enforce um, something that they've kind of been not enforcing uh, in past years. So um, I think you're referring to the whole... uh, uh, 15.3 spec and partially 15.4 spec 
basically ProMod and Alcohol Funny Car and Alcohol Dragster um, and then Top Fuel and, and Nitro Funny Car. Um, but uh, those certifications have a expiration. And uh, whereas like your general 15-1 spec, which is pretty much those classes and down, um, there is no recertification. I mean, you don't, it's, it's, a, it's a tag that stays on there and you don't have to do anything with it. But with the 15-3 spec, it, uh, a few years ago, probably three or four now, maybe, maybe five, um, SFI changed it to where it needed to be renewed every two years. Um, and then the 15-4 spec for top fuel is uh, required to be renewed every year. Um, so, yeah, basically they're starting to enforce that. Okay, all right. So now I'm, it's a good thing I, they're only flat on the bottom. <laughs> I, I, you know, okay. I'm a pretty, I'm kind of a sharp cookie here. I'm an aviation guy, and you know, we had all kinds of certifications and things of this nature that we used to always have to worry about on helicopters when we were flying. But um, so what in the recertification process that happens that we're looking for? For something that's only good enough for every two years. Well, when we do a recertification, um, we basically bring it in. We check the run out, make sure that the the wheel's still round. Still round. Um, yep, yep. Got to be round. Um, and uh, we inspect it for cracks, um, any signs of wear, uh, hardware that could be broken or missing or or whatever. Um, and, and that kind of thing. We just make sure it's structure, structurally sound. Um, you know, and we'll, we'll go in. Does it in go and, through any like strength test or anything or no? No, no, not really. I mean, we've, we've done all that in the, on the front end, you know, with, with the engineering of, of the wheel when we, when we first built it. Um, so it just basically gets a visual inspection, gets a run out test, um, make sure it's still round and, uh, and, and that's about it. Um, but, uh, I mean, the main reason why they're, they're really enforcing it is there's been some incidents in the past. Um, there was a couple last year and a few before that where um, mostly it's mostly been uh, the 15-3 cert uh, pro mods and, and alcohol cars where uh, a wheel's broken. Um, and come to find out that wheel was 10 years old. Um, it comes back in and we look at it and it's, it looks like it's been around the world and back. Um, and who knows how many hundreds of runs have been on it. Who knows how many times the cars experienced tire shake or something like that. And, uh, you know, it's just something that NHRA wants to, wants to make sure everybody's safe. Is, is this a little of a of a knee-jerk reaction in regards to Mike Castellana's whole deal at Gainesville in the ProMod car? Um, no, because... Um, was that an axle or was that a wheel center? That was an axle. Okay. That okay. was an axle, yeah. Okay. Um, in fact, I was watching it on uh, on the live feed yep. when it happened, and I was like, uh-oh. And then once they... <laughs> Ruh-roh. <laughs> yeah. Once they started doing the replays, you could see that the, the wheel was, the axle was broke, 
before because the lug nuts uh, were still attached to the wheel center exactly okay exactly all right so um so yeah that no that wasn't and nhra and sfi have you know we have meetings every year at pri um and you know they they bring up things um here and there they said well you have built 30,000 sets of 15-3 and 15-1 wheels however recertification you guys have recertified 500 we have a problem (laughs) Houston yeah yeah and I mean it it has to do with other things too I mean they're also cracking down on like it's I don't know if they've made it public yet but uh, um, breaking news you heard it here first (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. There, there is, there is going to be a grace period, but uh, basically I think it's after 2021. Um, they will no longer allow us to recertify any wheel that has a a coating on it other than what we shipped it with. Um, so that means powder coat. Say what? Wow. Yeah. Um, I because, thought you were going to be joking about this whole breaking news thing, but that is, no, that, that is going to no. be. Um, <laughs> JT, I mean, can you, can you put like the Ron Burgundy? We interrupt this program. <laughs> no kidding. Can you, do you know how many sets are powder coated wheels are out there at racetracks? On there, fast on fast cars, yeah, there's a lot of them, and uh, and basically it's because you can't see cracks through powder coat. Nope. Um, so and and that's the biggest thing. I mean, the incidents we had last year, um, you know, you could tell that the the wheel had been, you know, run hard for a long time, and you could we got to we could tell that the wheel had been run cracked for a while before it finally let go so we're like it, it's all about inspecting your equipment you know make sure um you know you, you you know on these bigger teams make sure your tire guy and your wheel guy knows to look for things every time they take a tire off and put a tire on you know well wait, wait, um, wait, wait. you mean you don't just put them on once to get in the trailer after you get done racing and then pull it back out and go racing again you mean you actually have to look at something maintenance what that, what? That's that's usually a good thing, you know. It, you know, you don't. It's not good when a wheel comes apart. So, um, Cam, when was the last time you checked your wheel? <laughs> that's a that's that is very forward of you, Don. Before <laughs> you stay out of my personal affairs, not not your butterfly wheel either. Your actual rolling wheels, the ones that are on the back of your car. Yeah. Well, considering I just pulled out the dragster for the first time since November uh, out of the trailer and blew the cobwebs off when I got here, and it luckily it rained outside. It got a little car wash. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, never. Never. <laughs> yeah. well, well, luckily, your, your car is not going to experience a bunch of tire shake in the trailer. So It's a true uh, story. He lives in California. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Have you seen our roads? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I mean, you know what happens to the other parts of the car when when you experience a tire shake. And, you know, you've, you know. I know know what happens to my body when I experience a tire shake. (laughs) I can tell you that. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the wheel goes through it too. So um, that's just another thing you gotta, you just gotta to put on your maintenance list to to look at every every race or or whatnot. You know. So and and that's the biggest thing with the 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 SFI deal. You know, they they want to make sure our racers are safe, and you know, so if that means every two years. I guess you that's what they want. So. And you said 2021. Yeah, on the on the powder coat thing on the on the yeah we've. Uh, I guess you guys better fact, ramp up production in 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I mean, you've got a little bit of grace period there, um, and that's that only applies to 15.3 and 15.4 wheels. Um, you know, since we don't recertify 15.1, uh, you know that that doesn't apply. Huh. So. Well, there you go. We did have a little breaking news with Josh tonight. That works. That works. Well, Josh, I am. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, I pre- really do appreciate you coming on and, and talking a little bit because we we uh, rant about our marketing and sponsors and don't do this and social media and stuff. So every time we can get a industry person that's in the boardroom that. It's not last name's not Foray, um, that you know people might listen to. We um, yeah, because everybody's sick of listening to that guy. Yeah, that guy, the freaking that guy. Anyway, uh, but yeah, we appreciate you taking time out, Cam. You got you got anything for Josh's uh, his parting shot out of here? No, just other than um, thanks for coming on, and we appreciate what Well does for the industry, and you know, basically, I mean, not only racing but just car hot rod life in general like i mean the company's been around forever i've run weld wheels on pretty much every car i've ever driven and you know it's a great product and you know we appreciate what you guys do over there and thanks for coming on the show and breaking some news <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for having me on uh it was a pleasure and you know it was a good time well josh thank you very much uh please uh give our well wishes from my wife and myself to Vic for me. Uh, thank you very much for everything you and him and the company have done for us uh, personally and professionally over here. And uh, we will continue to uh, keep our nose to the grindstone and uh, keep Weld out there. So I, I echo what Cam says. Thank you very much. We couldn't do it without you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, if you ever need anything, just I'm a phone call away. All right. Um, thank you. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> yep. Have a good evening. Thank you, guys. Yeah, right. you too. Bye, sir. See you. Bye. Well, Cam, there you go. I, I mean, it's really cool to hear somebody like Josh come in and uh, talk to everybody. And a little bit of backstory here that it's not necessarily all about college. A little tech school in there, and and well, no, that's what's cool. Like, I mean, people don't realize. I mean, the whole world, everybody thinks college. Uh, every time you turn on the news, it's something about like, oh, you know, college. It's too expensive. Nobody can pay it off. And I, and I'm not downplaying. I mean, yes, you should go to college, but. If if a tech school or a trade school or an apprenticeship is is what you're looking for, hell yeah, you can still make good money doing that stuff. Oh, that's that's a definite. You know, especially in motorsports. I mean, engineering, welding guys, fab guys. Once again, a lot of those classes are not taught in a college classroom environment on a you know a modern campus, if you will. Uh, they're taught in you know community colleges and tech schools that are that are specialized in those areas, CNC machines, so forth. So 
Uh, there's plenty of those needs and or spots, if you will, for those people. We have a huge need for it in the motorsports world. I I do enjoy reading the reports that SEMA and and a few other you know automotive motorsports companies put out when they're talking about how we're you know we're getting ready to be in a shortage for like the next two or three years. So <clears throat> that can't be good for any of any of us in the business. So uh, it was good to hear jo- Josh's story and hopefully maybe. Uh, he said something uh, that'll impact uh, someone else and let them get into uh, the motorsports industry field. Hell yeah! All right, so are you? I've been saving this rant. Are you ready? <laughs> oh God, here we go. Uh, and and it's tough, man. I, I'm not lying. You know, if everybody's been keeping along social media wise, you know we got a lot going on over here in the the O'Neill household of of you know streetway marketing. We we just we got a lot going on. But, How'd uh, prom go? Prom went well. Prom went well. Uh, the the girls and the guys they uh, they all looked great uh, for Emily's senior prom. That was it was pretty awesome. It was also uh, our youngest Claire. Uh, it was her first prom. Uh, she was on the prom committee and they put it all together. And so it was kind of cool for uh, Diane and I to see uh, Emily and Claire, you know, dressed up together as Emily departs the school uh and claire comes in and and i'm sure that she's gonna have just as much impact on uh their school as emily has for the last four years but it was really uh it was a really big deal and for me to be able to see them together it was a big deal for die uh of course but uh yeah they they looked great had a great time i mean come on how cool can it be to have you know the theme of your prom is jurassic park Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's not en- enchanted under the sea or, or <laughs> you, you know, back to, horrible back I say, to the future. All right, back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, it was they they decorated. They got up early Saturday morning. They went in. They decorated. They came home. They had the full day. The hair, the dress, and the dinner, and um, you know, so they had a great time. And it and it was it was really cool to see them both do it together uh, for Di and I. So yeah, prom went well. That we're gonna call that a home run. So, man, have you read anything about this whole ordeal in the drag racing radio world that went on last week at Bowling Green between our um, our two promoters here? Let's say that. Let's say uh, you know Tyler Crossno um, runs PDRA. But Tyler's also been involved, I think he's 10 years now, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's had this outlaw streetcar event 10 years, had, came from Memphis, moved it to Bowling Green, um, and, and just has been doing great things for the last 10 years, always. He's always been a track prep guy. I mean, he's a, he's a go-to uh, shaker and mover, if you will, grinding it out in the motorsports world, and our... Uh, you know, I got to call Joe O up and get him back here. Him and Roger both with uh, Donald Long, the duck. Um, man, I, I just, I mean, and, and let me preface this by saying Donald Long and I, we could be in Chick-fil-A together and I wouldn't know him from anyone. 
Other than his face, right? I mean, I, I'm like not. Chick Fil A. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna. He and I are not gonna bump into each other in a restaurant, and I don't think he's gonna say, "Hey, you're Don O'Neill," and I'm gonna go, "Hey, yeah, you're Donald Long." I don't think that's happening. Okay, all right. I, I mean, I think he knows my name and social media is just as much as I know his. But man, Donald has really like he took his whole. I've got the radio world on my shoulders and I have carried it to the promised land approach this past week with what went on at Bowling Green and the timing system and the records and man, I just, um, I think Donald went a little far. Yeah. So wait a minute. So I've only, I only saw a little bit of this cause I wasn't following it over the weekend, but it was something about a nitrous car. Yep. They set a record, yep. and then they said, "Oh, just kidding," because the timing blocks removed or something. Am I now, right? Well, and we race at Bowling Green, right? And so I have always known the clocks are a little iffy, but it depends on. It also depends on what kind of car you have, on whether or not the iffiness is in there. And my whole thing is, okay, I got no problem with you making a statement, all right? But making a statement the way that Donald Long did, which he did it in duck style, if you want to, isn't that what we called it? That's what we called it, duck style. He did it in duck style, and I'm sorry, but threatening to take people to court over records in the radio world. Big guy, there's guys getting shot at in the desert, humping 100-pound rucks away from their families that got way bigger problems than worrying about whether or not a nitrous radial record was legit or not. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm a racer, and I'm with you. I want it to be legit, but you can be professional about it, not attack a man's character, or, a, or, you know, as I say, there's a difference between attacking somebody's, uh, attacking someone personally or their behavior. There, there's a difference. And, and I don't know that, that at times that Donald knows where that line is. And I think he gets blurred sometimes. And I'm all for it. Man, I'm a nitrous guy at heart. I got it. You didn't want that record broken and you wanted it to be legit. I mean, Stevie Jackson got out there. He made it all. I get it. I understand. We all take it serious. It's cool to be the record setter. But let's not forget now, we're all human beings. And most of us at this level are professional about it. It ain't like we're we're just out here and got nothing else better to do. And it just, um, man, I, I felt for Tyler because it just... You know, for somebody to have to defend themselves as a person and what their integrity and their ethics were because you're going to threaten to take somebody to court. And then, you you know, I, man, I just, uh, come on, man. I, I mean, who, who, it was that Chris Carter said that. Come on, man. I, I come just, on, oh, man. man. I mean, seriously, you gonna you went on a rant. He went on a rant. Um, a tirade at talking about he's going to threaten to take somebody to court over an ET slip in a record 
And then you want to know what's wrong with America? You're threatening taking somebody to court over an ET slip? Nah, dog. Nah. <laughs> nah, dog. <laughs> nah. Nah. Hey, you want to do something? Take some of that money you're going to waste on a lawyer going to court over, uh, over an ET slip and donate it to a, a soup kitchen or something and help somebody out that way. Uh, do something good with it. And don't get me wrong. I think what Duck has done for the sport is great. But I also think that there is times that Duck crosses the line that, big guy, come on, man. Come on. And I'm not, yeah. def- I'm not defending Tyler or Donald. I'm just saying, come on, man. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting situation. Right. And, and, you know. I, I mean, I want to call Roger Conley up. Say, man, what in the world? Will you pl- call him up? Get go get. get what they say? What was that one movie? You better go get your boy. <laughs> go get your boy. What in the world? Uh, great entertainment, though. Thank you very much for that. That was. Uh, uh, I felt bad for Tyler. I, I did because he just it just didn't need to come to that. It just really didn't, and, and that's fine. We all can take our jabs at it. And make social media. Uh, Stuff Stevie did, and I, I mean, I you know I get it. It's it's okay, but at a point you have to go. Okay, I'm getting ready to cross the line here of a person attacking a person, and that just wasn't it. But uh, all right, so that's my rant. But you know I got to get in my blotter. Cam, who's on the blotter this week? I don't know. You tell me. It's Cam. your blotter report. Cam, who's on the blotter <laughs> this week? I don't know. Who had an accident on Sunday? Whatever, bro. You went happen to anybody, okay? You went red and you broke the throttle cable. Yep. It's a twofer. (laughs) And it is two for Tuesday while we're recording. That's right. No, Uh, I I mean we're racing Brittany Force and I mean I was trying to cut a light because I I, you have to be I mean she's probably gonna go 370 and we can't run that fast so we you gotta try something try to tree her do whatever and you know she takes a long time staging which I, I'm not complaining one bit I don't care um, and I just I was amped up and the, there was a, a long tree that weekend too like a lot of people like um, who else went uh, Leo went red and and then Brittany in this was it the semis she was like double o two like that's an accident so like I mean it was just the trees were long and like when you got your foot off the clutch and, you, and you're holding these cars with a brake like they just want to start to creep and like the clutch gets hot and voila and then as far as the, as far as the throttle cable breaking that's just a Cameronism it's just <laughs> cloudy Cameron coming in hot you know shit happens <laughs> did you order a new one on Monday. Oh, yeah. No, we actually have a ton of them in the trailer, believe it or not. <laughs> not that one anymore, right? You left yeah, it in the trash can when you... Yeah. <laughs> it's still in Houston. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Cam, dude, I guess the only... Uh, I mean, do you have any big news to talk about on your end? I mean, what, what do we have... What do we got? We, we're going to Charlotte, but you're in Vegas right now. You're in Vegas, so lucky lady on your side. Hopefully by the time this comes out, I'll be I'll be counting my money. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I'll probably instead I'll probably get waxed because I haven't bracket raced in a hot minute. So, well, but I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna have some fun. I'm gonna hang out, 
service some race packs while we're here and uh, have a good time and yeah work on some other opportunities going on in my life okay I got you well we're gonna we're gonna wrap this those up those can't be released yet <laughs> Well, yeah, you got to get your wife a birthday present and yeah. uh, <laughs> work parts first. That's it. Well, as we uh, as we wrap this up, first and foremost, thank you all very much for still buying our shirts going on to the store. I, that's awesome. We uh, I've seen I've had. OK, I've gotten three people that will remain nameless that have sent me Snapchats that have said that they are getting their shirts and they're getting a beer and they're going to the rental car counter. I, I so I'm telling you right now, those of you that are out there that have said that you're going to do this, there is a race. Okay, I you, firmly you believe. Fools better hurry up. I, and I want to see it. I want you to get a beer, get the racer rental car T-shirt, go to the rental car counter and rent a car while you're standing there. Take a picture. I want to see it. Um, so thank you very much for buying our shirts. We greatly appreciate it. Um, we have not had. I did not draw. I shouldn't say we not had. I did not draw anybody this week for the free T-shirt. So we're going to do that next week while we're in Charlotte. So make sure if you're going to rate, review, subscribe, share, follow, do it all. Tell everybody about our podcast. Well, I don't care if it's negative, but like I said, go ahead, try. Uh, and the last but not least, this is a shameless plug. I am very excited to bring... Uh, our podcast that's always been presented by Racers or Racers Rental Cars Podcast presented by Race Pack, Voice America, and Dragsters for Sale. Um, this week's podcast is actually going to be from here on forward being presented by Voice America, Race Pack, and Streetway Marketing Media, which is a company that is very near and dear to my heart um, because that's a shameless plug. And so I'm grateful for that that uh, we're making that announcement so when we're talking about marketing and media you'll know where it's coming from and so thank you to cam and everybody else on the, on the team for helping me make that happen uh as well as uh the strasweig family my owners i greatly appreciate that as well and cam all i can tell you is my friend i'm sweating i'm stressing i'm drinking pepto-bismol like it's going out of style uh to get to charlotte and uh, I'm looking forward to you and me being together to be able to do a podcast and be at a racetrack together. Racers and rental cars will be in full effect. And uh, I'm going to leave it there. Cam, take us home, brother. All right, let's get her done. Well, you shoot, you already did everything. I don't need to take it home. JT, cue the music. Let's play.